Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. This is a creature feature episode where I look at cryptids. I'll describe them, delve into their history, look at some eyewitness accounts and look at what they might be. Research is as academic as possible and references will be given after the story. This week's creature is the Mapinguari. The Mapinguari is a South American creature that dwells in the Amazon rainforest. The name itself supposedly translates to roaring animal or fetid beast, but it's also been suggested that the name is a contraction that translates to thing that has a bent or crooked foot or paw. It's said to wander around the rainforest, tearing down the brush and trees with its claws and leaving a trail of destruction wherever it goes in search of food. Although it's mostly regarded as a myth, the people living in and around the Amazon, mainly Brazil, Venezuela and Paraguay, fear the creature. It's said to be extremely dangerous and there are several stories of whole villages moving after discovering the tracks of the Mapinguari or hearing its terrifying calls. It seems that people will make every effort to stay out of the way of a wandering Mapinguari. The folklore says that they have relationships with other animals of the forest, although that doesn't seem to be expanded on. It's also said to be followed by swarms of flies and sometimes herds of peccaries, which are part of the pig family. Some also believe that the Mapinguari is more of a protective spirit of the rainforest, punishing hunters who kill more than they need to survive. Those who have seen the Mapinguari say that it can walk on both two and four legs, but it tends to be less stable on two. Some even say that it's a very fast and agile creature. It's often said to be nocturnal and crepuscular, which means that it's out during twilight and is herbivorous, feeding mainly on bacaba and babasu palms by twisting them into the ground to reach the palm hearts and berries inside. In Brazil and Paraguay, they're blamed for killing herds of cattle by pulling their tongues out. According to the stories, these killings are accompanied by terrible roars. Mapinguari are said to be migratory, living in the Andes Mountains until around February, where they descend to live in the rainforest. Some say they travel as families during this time, and some say that it travels in pairs. Sightings are so common that investigators have come to the area to investigate its existence. Dr. David Oren, former director of research at the Geldi Institute, led an expedition into South America to look for clues to prove the existence of the Mapinguari. He claimed to have found no evidence and is convinced that it's not real. He's prepared to change his mind if some evidence is presented, but at the moment, he believes they don't exist. There are still a lot of sightings though, regardless of Dr. Oren's belief. Lucas Caritiana claims his son encountered a Mapinguari in the rainforest. He said that the area looked like a boulder had rolled through it 
and knocked down all the trees and vines. There are several undated sightings, but I'll look at the dated ones for now. In 1913, a man allegedly killed a Mapinguari after it appeared suddenly in front of him. He was said to have been so spooked that he shot it 15 times. In 1930, an explorer was on an expedition near the Urubu River when he got lost whilst chasing some black monkeys. He was separated from his friends and chose to spend the night in a tree. He was disturbed during the night by the sound of a man crying out three times. He watched a creature approach as if it was running towards him. It stopped and grunted before looking in the general direction of the man. It eventually roared again prompting the man to shoot it before he was killed by the creature. The creature ran, then turned around and came back, getting shot a second time. It hid this time, but the man, scared of another attack, shot at it again. The creature ran off, shouting in pain. When the sun rose, the man saw that the undergrowth had been destroyed before he went to find his friends and the rest of the expedition. In 1935, two men discovered some footprints on the bank of Lake Comprido. They also discovered that branches had been broken in the trees that they believed showed the passage of something large and locals believed the evidence came from the Mapinguari. In 1975, a mine worker had gone hunting. He claimed to have come face to face with a Mapinguari in a camp. He had heard a screaming sound, then saw an animal approach him uneasily on hind legs, causing the man to flee. Apparently, he never went into the rainforest again. There is currently debate over what the man actually saw. In 1980, a group of indigenous people in the Rio Jurua Valley claimed to have raised two Mapinguari on bananas and milk after their mother was scared away by the group. After a while, they moved on to feeding them on vegetation. Eventually, they had to release the infants because of their smell. In 1981, a man and his daughter in Valeria said that they were startled by a howling noise. The man grabbed his gun and went to protect their cow. He saw an animal outside, which he identified as a Mapinguari, and shot at it before running back to his house. The next day, the whole village moved away from the area, settling by the river nearby. In the mid-1980s, Mapinguari investigator Luis Jorge Salinas first saw the creature. At night near his home, there would be frequent nighttime howling, which some in the area thought belonged to a superwolf. Salinas once shot one of the creatures, driving it into the forest. This caused another of the creatures to come to the edge of the forest and roar all night. After some time, Salinas observed a group of them moving down the road. According to him, they kept in order by making toad-like vocalisations. They went into a mango field, where one of them took a mango and bit smaller pieces off to feed the others. After being disturbed by the farmers, they ran back into the forest. 
The last of Salinas's sightings came some time after that. He said that he encountered another Mapinguari who was just eating. It froze, then ran off into the shrubbery, got caught in the fence nearby, then disappeared across an open plain. In 1988, one of Dr. Oren's colleagues claimed to have seen a Mapinguari in the forests north of Tocantins. Oren believed the story and it gave rise to his theory. In the 1990s, Dutch primatologist Mark van Roosmelen heard that a tribe along the Rio Puris found Mapinguari footprints near their settlement and had moved to the other side of the river out of fear. In 2004, a man named Giovaldo claimed to have encountered a Mapinguari near an area called the Cave of the Mapinguari. He gave conflicting accounts of the sighting. In the first report, he had seen the creature and then been knocked unconscious by the smell of the cave. This is the account from earlier in the episode. In the second account, Giovaldo said that he had shot the creature He said that he had been hunting wild pigs when he was attacked. He fired at it multiple times before loading a lead slug into his gun. He shot the creature in its face, which gave him a window to escape. In 2014, a group of berry pickers on the Japim River reported seeing a Mapinguari. While they were in a remote area of the forest, around five hours away from the nearest village. They were disturbed by a cry. One of them imitated it, and they realised the sound was getting closer. The creature crashed into the place they were working, causing the group to flee back to their camp. That night, the creature came back, so they got on their canoe and returned home, abandoning some of their things. There are a lot more sightings, and I skipped a few, but the Mapinguari is a mysterious creature and nobody really knows where to find them. Now that we've heard about the Mapinguari, what do they look like? Let's take a look. Once again, there are more than one description of the Mapinguari. It all depends on where you are and who you're asking. It's either sloth-like or ape-like, can either have one or two eyes, and can have either a mouth or a beating heart on its stomach. It always has long claws and backwards feet. Most of the reports mention an awful smell that comes from the Mapinguari. I haven't seen it described at all, but it seems to be disgusting. The only other thing of note here is the sounds that they can make. By all accounts, it sounds like a human crying, but it can sound like all sorts of things. It also seems to be very strong, able to push trees over to make a path for itself. I wouldn't want to meet one. It sounds terrifying.
We've heard the stories. We know what it looks like. What could the mapping quarry be? There are a few theories about this one. First, we're looking at the scientific theory. Scientists believe it could possibly be a descendant of the Megatherium, an ancient giant ground sloth. The theory says that the Megatherium was native to South America until around 8500 BCE, when it went extinct due to human expansion. The stories of the Megatherium could have been spread to this day, but it doesn't really explain the sightings at all. If the stories have been handed down, it's entirely possible that the story evolved over time as people forgot the Megatherium. This theory extends as far as New York State, where there are stories of a similar creature. North America has its own species of ancient giant ground sloth, the Megalonyx, which could explain the sightings. Dr. Oren believes this is the case, telling the LA Times as much in 1994. The Mapinguari could also be a case of mistaken identity. Zoologists suggest that the Mapinguari could actually be a bear and not a giant sloth or monstrous creature. It's believed that the sightings could be explained away as migrating spectacled bears. This is strange, since wild bears have never been recorded in Brazil, which means that the Brazilian sightings aren't bears. Another thing denying the possibility of a bear is that the Machiguenga people describe their version of the Mapinguari as a different animal to a bear, which they are familiar with. When doing an interview for television, Giovaldo, who had differing stories, reacted to a photo of a giant anteater, and when pressed, said that the creature didn't look similar, but the arms were the same. Another option for the Mapinguari is that it's a primate. It's not a common theory, but those who believe it state that certain sightings simply can't refer to ground sloths. Early descriptions of the creature suggest that it's a primate, and it's often comparable to a hominid primate like Bigfoot or the Yeti. Some go further, suggesting that the Mapinguari is a kind of ogre. With this theory, it should be noted that large monkeys twice the size of howler monkeys did exist in Brazil at some point, but they were endemic to the Atlantic forest and only on the east coast. Whatever you think the Mapinguari is, be careful out in the Amazon rainforest. You might just meet one, and I don't know if the smell would be the worst thing. The description and history of today's creature came from a Cryptid Archives article on Mapinguari, an ATI article called This Sloth Monster is Said to Roam the Amazon Rainforest, and a Spook Eats article called Mapinguari, Previously Extinct. The eyewitness reports came from the Cryptid Archives article. The theory from today came from the previous articles and the Los Angeles Times article called In Brazil, US scientist thinks he's close to finding huge sloth thought to be extinct. References for the episode will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. 
Speaking of social media, links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is getting an upload of one of the transcripts each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't open a new email, so that's in the description of the episode too. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events, and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. The next episode will be out on Wednesday, and next week's Creature Feature will be released on June 4th, so hold on until then. Oh, 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 oh,